This college basketball conference tournament picks and players championship edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code SGP when you sign up to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six bucks. If the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that's code SGP to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, NBA, and NHL. Whatever the sport, they got you covered. Plus, use promo code SGP30 for 30% off their premium data. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com. Promo code SGP30. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is running a free bracket style capper contest with a chance to win $5,500. To enter, just go to Better Than Vegas and don't forget to let them know that SGP sent you. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest with over $8,000 in cash prizes. Download their app today. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by better edge. Better edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else by the other side, sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B E T T O R edge.com promo code S G. P. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks, right? Real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Just, I mean, do we have a blowtorch sound effect? <laughs> oh, hot, 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 hot. I'm just, I'm just hot on sports right now. I'm hot hot on, gambling. on sports coming off. Uh, I hit my lock yesterday or sorry today. And I hit my dog, Miami money line. Let's go rice laying for not a problem joining us to talk college basketball. And we will be talking players championship with Steve Shermer. It is a content avalanche host of the college experience. Colby Dan, AKA the Dan to base. What's happening, Colby row that motherfucking boat. Cleveland State, man. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm moving to Cleveland after this, man. Yeah. Wow, this is this is the only thing that will get people moving to Cleveland. <laughs> is Cleveland State going on this run? Colby, you sold me on Cleveland State. I also uh, played them, had some nice action on Cleveland State. But really, the star of today's college basketball has to be Iona R. Gales, <laughs> as we like to call him, coming out with a victory for that guy who called in oh, insanely, insanely so nice. drunk. Kramer, I didn't. Uh, I, I spaced on adding it to the soundboard. Is there any way you can pull that drop that you sent uh, sent me? Because him, he had a he had a great call. And make sure you go to <laughs> at Gambling Podcast and uh, and check it out because on uh, on Twitter, 
also on our uh, Instagram sports gambling podcast because uh, we we had to cut it up into two parts because he called in and then he called in with his no then his friend called in and asked to add him back in the guy was hammered out of his mind calling him the drunkest caller of all time which is saying something for the amount of programs we've done and the amount of uh, intoxicated people we've talked to or been intoxicated uh, on our uh, as Are ourselves. You ready? Yes. I love this fucking show and I love fucking betting. <laughs> I love this fucking show and I love fucking betting. Rick Patino did him right. Yes, he did. Now Rick Patino has not done a lot of people right <laughs> over the years. Uh, or he has done people right, but did them in a very what are you some sort of uh, very you, quick fashion. Are you a cop? <laughs> Oh man. All Look, right. I thought prostitutes going to recruits was a, I thought everyone <laughs> did that, right? It's just good manners, right? It's just why else go to college, right? To play basketball. <laughs> oh man. I'm just remembering my riff yesterday about uh J- Costanza when we were talking on uh, less miles. Yeah. Have to have to RIP have to drag that one Les up. Miles. Hey, they're t- uh, like there's already like a, a rumor to Paul Johnson to uh to Kansas. I'm hoping Ooh. that's true, man. Little triple Colby, option. Colby can yeah. get his uh, free less miles campaign going. We're here to talk college basketball. Yep. We're going to be talking players' championship and golf with our buddy Steve. Yeah, don't worry for those who are like, "What? Why is this podcast so long?" There's a solid forty minutes of sweet players' championship <laughs> action coming up at the end. It's, a, it's about time you guys start doing these long podcasts, guys. Yeah, I know. We're right. honestly the whole network is hopping on the Colby. <laughs> Dan. The NBA guys did a two-hour podcast. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. NBA man. gambling podcast—they're heating up. College experience heating up, and we're red hot over here on the sports gambling podcast. You know who else is red hot? Giving away free cash. Essentially, DraftKings Sportsbook. All you gotta do, bet four dollars on a college basketball underdog to win two hundred and fifty-six dollars. If they win, oh my God. I mean Miami. I gave that out plus three. Nice little money line play, plus one forty. But you could have turned four dollars into two hundred fifty-six bucks. Are you kidding me? Uh, you have a ton of a uh, select college basketball underdogs to choose from. So much fun, DraftKings Sportsbook. As you know, DraftKings Sportsbook responsible for my marriage. Won me 200k in the DFS, but the Sportsbook taking it to the next level. And obviously, if for some reason you don't like college basketball, you're just here for the Players Championship. Don't worry, they got you covered. Plus golf, hockey, NBA, they got it all. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code SGP when you sign up. Again, turn four dollars into two hundred fifty-six dollars. The underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code SGP. Turn four dollars into two hundred fifty-six bucks for a limited time only. DraftKings Sportsbook must be twenty-one or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or in Indiana, one eight hundred nine with it. <laughs> Nailing, nailing, just a buzzsaw through butter. Nailing, are you, Ventura? Are you kidding me? He's nailing the soccer style kicker for your grad. Call your high. That's that's what Sean's doing. Essentially, we're all peaking right now. SGP's peaking. The network's peaking. Golf gambling podcast peaking. Mm. NBA gambling Mm. podcast peaking. MMA gambling podcast peaking. College experience peaking. Three Dog Thursday peaking. Soccer gambling podcast. Jesus, he's killing it. We're all killing it right now. Champions League action. Everything Company is peaking. Dom's peaking on social media. Oh wow! The whole crew. Sexually, we're all peaking as well. Yes. Talking about Long that before the show. 
Let's get into it. Uh, what are we doing first? Conference tournaments, or yep. are we going to pick? And then we're going to give some picks. All right. Oh my God, Colby, you did not eight games. All right, uh, I represented go, each conference. Major conference, man of the people. We're gonna rapid fire. By the way, they just there's games all day tomorrow. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful slate. Oh. I'm already looking ahead. I already Listen, have guys. adjusted my alarm clock to factor I, in the Syracuse game. I hate to to <laughs> to continually plug Slack, but again, where else? Why, why wouldn't you be over there? It's just virtual look, hang. People yeah. are just gonna drop action in there. There's guys throwing rugby action overnight. Yeah. <laughs> darts. Dude, I feel like everything. We have a Top Shot channel. We where have a Top Shot channel where <laughs> everyone gets geeked up to see each other's packs. I mean, come on, let's go. Arm wrestling, everything you could think of. But anyway, the real reason <laughs> I brought up Slack is you're at work. Mm-hmm. You're it looks probably like you're working at a job where you use Slack. Yes. Now it's completely safe to be consuming all of your degenerate content through the window of a corporate chill mm. known as let's go, Sean, the old fumble right, mountain West. We're going to, I think by the way, Colby, I noticed that we didn't have the big 10 on the list. Did I, did I not put that on? The so list? I added it to the list. I wanted to make sure we do want to cover the big 10. I don't think it's too corporate for Colby. They're not. I mean, He's everyone name brand teams. <laughs> They're all getting Dude, in. You right? had Tom Brady played in the Big Ten. Tom Brady you know, played in the Big Ten. All right, let's start with the mountain. No particular order. The Mountain West. Uh, Sean. Yeah. The of course all of these odds over at DraftKings. The one. Uh, let's go backwards. We have three teams. I I completely lost my side. Three Hold teams on. that no. are two hundred to no, one. No, I, I don't want to. I want to use. I'm I'm pulling up the live. Okay, the dra- latest odds. DraftKings odds. What do they got? What do they got? San Jose, the Spartans. <sighs> All right, at. here we go. Going uh, backwards to forwards, three hundred to one San Jose State. I'm sorry, five hundred to one Air Force. Three hundred to one. Wow. New Mexico and San Jose State. Fresno State one hundred to one, Wyoming seventy five to one, UNLV thirty to one, Nevada twenty five to one. Oh, Interesting, that's good value. Good value. Boise Ooh. State plus four hundred, Colorado State. We all like Nevada. It's a, we're, we're so predictable with the teams. <laughs> Colorado State plus three seven, seventy, Utah State plus two forty five, and San Diego State. Our gals, people calling them a paper tiger, a paper mm. champ. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I, I think for me, it's Nevada and San Diego State. Well, a little I, chalk, a little little dart. Let's it, go. It, it's perfect. San Diego State is the is the uh, is the lock there, but then Nevada is is right there with them. I mean, Nevada they have to beat Boise State, which I think they can, and then most uh, they like, just swept them like three weeks ago. No, I know, yeah. and and then so they beat Boise State. Now they have to beat San Diego State, but tougher game. But maybe Nevada has the defense and the, and the length to do that. And then they're in the championship game at twenty-five to one. It seems crazy. Now San Diego State and Nevada are on are both on the same side of the uh, of the bracket there. But I'm fine. It's I'm not, with you, Kramer. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not the worst thing to protect your investment in San Diego State with a little twenty-five to one uh, reverse move there. Look, I, I think it's a great way to play that. I mean, I I don't know what the what were the Boise State odds. I just read them four to one. I, you know, to your point, Nevada just beat this they team. Twice. How, <laughs> how is Boise State four to one? Nevada State's or Nevada is twenty five to one. They're the four and five seed, and they're playing each other in the opening round. I I don't understand. Yeah. This. And they just swept them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Look, I, I'm going to go Utah State as my pick, and my dog will be Nevada. Mm. I think Utah State's Ooh, had, okay. It, well, they've been a problem what? for San Diego State the past couple of years. Uh, so, so I think that's, that's the play there. They get more value than San Diego state. And I think there's a decent shot. They could beat them again. Wow. Guys, we've gone all the way through this podcast without mentioning the Drexel dragons oh, winning the CAA nice baby. Nice pull. And, I, that come from? and I also for, I forgot to include them in my tally site uh, sheet today that I tweeted out. I did of course bet on them minus three and a half. And I saw NC Nick on uh, better than Vegas was also on them as well. Lock go tout, some tout, CAA tout, love tout, over there. Tout, tout, tout. Oh man, come on, Kramer. So the dragons tout, are dancing. Tout, tout. The dra- and and uh I've I've seen some bracket projections that has them the dragons squaring off against Baylor sixteen ooh, to one ooh, round ooh, one. Ooh. Look out. Play the music. Play the music. <laughs> I don't have the Rocky music. What? Don't oh, say that. Man. I'll I'll edit that out of the podcast. I'll I'll get that. <laughs> I, oh, that is unbelievable! Yeah, no, let's. Um, all right, are we good? Yeah, we're good. Right, Utah State, you're really you're not. I gonna, mean, what else I, is there to say? Are you not aware that we refer to them as our gals? I understand, but Utah State swept them. It's a this, real this bitch year, move. And also, they beat them in the in the Mountain West Championship a year ago. They have a good formula. The shot blocker, Kada, who's like seven foot two. Who just blocks all of San Diego State's shots? The soaking is not quite as nice in Las Vegas <laughs> as it is in Utah, Colby. Be, be wary, be wary. All right, let's move over to the Pac-12. Uh, man, kind of, kind of feels like no one's talking about the Pac-12 teams at all. Uh, I guess business as usual feels feels like for that reason one of these teams is going to come out of the playing game and and do some damage. California and Washington. Thirty hundred to one, Washington State Wazoo. Wait, thirty thirty hundred to one, <laughs> three hundred to one. Did, did I, I? Did you hear that correctly? Okay, I yeah. did. did I say thirty hundred? Yeah, Colby, be honest. You, said you don't, have to, you don't have to agree with them all. The time. Oh man, we're not live. This would be great. <laughs> Washington. I'm not going to cut it out. I'm, I'm I'm making a note. 20, of Washington twenty hundred to one, three hundred to <laughs> oh, one. Okay. Like I said the first time, Washington State Wazoo. 70 to 1, Arizona State 40 to 1, Utah 30 to 1, Oregon State 20 to 1, Stanford 1550, strange price. UCLA plus 550, Colorado plus 250, USC plus 235 and Oregon plus 185. Mm. Wow, Oregon's all the way down yeah, to plus 185. E- plus 185? Plus 185. Mm. Damn. Damn. Cuz I was seeing they were like 3 to 1 yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's why I was all over them. What was the- uh what what has shifted recently? I wonder if there, or that's just they're a reaction. Just the of, best team in the pack. I think of people, where the money's come in. Well, they're, the, they're also the one seed. Guy that generally is going to draw the betting. I would imagine a lot of people said, "Oh wow, the one seed. Uh, they're the third long shot." That's that. I'm taking that. Um, I this Oregon team's interesting, and you look at their path. I, they're in the finals, right? Like who? <laughs> Is UCLA gonna? I, I know they played them tight. Are they gonna take? Are they gonna give them a contest uh, in the I, quarterfinals? I'll take Oregon in that one, man. Exactly. I think so. they haven't been the same after that Oregon loss. And I kind of, yeah. I, I kind of laid into that handicap of why I didn't like them to to beat USC. Now they did cover. That was kind of a crazy ending to the game. And they've, well, they should have won that game. Yeah, and they've yeah. been frisky, but there's something a little just I, I don't know. They got an Achilles heel or something. Like they're just coming up short. This UCLA team. I don't see them. Coming out of that side, I mean, maybe they beat Oregon State, but I I don't think they beat Oregon State and Oregon. Oregon State's been playing better ball. 
to the second half of the season too, but I still I, think I, yeah. I I'm gonna try a shot on uh, on Colorado what? on the Buffs. Kramer, what did you say I, the Buffs were? Uh, the Buffs were they were one of the favorites there at plus two fifty. Yeah, that's not crazy for the Buffs. They're gonna be kind of my uh, my chalky play, and then ASU is the long shot. What are they like eighty to 40 one? Forty to one. Forty to one. All right, that's burning money, I think. Well, Kramer, we're throwing out one kind of chalky play in a crazy long shot. Uh, so Colby four, four teams are in the tourney, right? Yeah. Uh, the top four, the top four. So then any of these teams that aren't those top four, can they do, can they go on that run and, and get the bid? Uh, I think Stanford can Is Stanford that yeah. team at 15 and a half to one yeah. Stanford is the, is the one possibility. Um, I think the play for me, I mean, look, uh, I think, I think Oregon's got to be the play, and my dog will be uh, UCLA. Oregon at at plus one eighty, and UCLA is like what four hundred? Yeah, I think that's not Co- bad. Colorado hasn't played great away from home. They did sweep USC, so they have that in their you know favor. You're, yeah. you're right, Kramer. I'm lighting money on fire instead of Arizona State. <laughs> just give me give me UCLA at four hundred as the dog, even though I I just laid out a case for why they wouldn't come out of there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're I I like you're the funny. players. I like the players. Maybe they can figure it out in this tournament. Colby's Colby's won me over. Fight on. on. Give me uh give me I the, just like rooting for them over USC. Give me the Trojans and oh, uh gross. just because I'm get, this is the the way I think the bracket could fall and why USC wins. They're not facing Oregon in the finals because Oregon State upsets them. Uh give me them at 20 to 1. That's the that's so who you, be, wait Oregon State's your your long shot. Yeah, at 20, I'm gonna play them at twenty. They've been to playing one. better in the second half. Well, I, I, yeah. I can talk myself into them upsetting UCLA and then in a rivalry definitely, spot, definitely taking care of business. Well, they, and they I, split with Oregon. This and year. I think yeah. if that's the case, USC could that you know you know sitting sitting with a plus two thirty five and a plus two two thousand in the finals. Hashtag value. Yeah, that's the way you gamble. You know, just get it right all the way down to the wire. Let's move over. Big twelve. What's up baby. next, Sean? The Big Twelve. You know, I, I do have a note for uh, DraftKings. Maybe alphabetical order <laughs> next time. It, it would make a little bit of sense. All right, we got TCU, the Horned Frogs, and Kansas State, and Iowa State. Three hundred to one, fifteen to one for Oklahoma. Texas Tech is ten to one. Mm. Texas eight to one with Oklahoma State. West Virginia plus seven hundred. That's the one you got to circle. Cash right there. It feels wide because I would everyone's talking about them as a final 4 team. Uh yeah. Kansas plus 475. Uh shout out, you know, if you are a uh, ESPN Plus subscriber, you can watch uh Chalk Talk with Bill Self. They stream that on the ESPN Does Plus app. Does it show so him giving him bags of cash away to recruits? It, it, <laughs> they have a glass between them, but the bag goes around the glass. <laughs> Baylor minus 137. In some regards, that's a great price for a team that uh, has looked pretty flawless so all year. Is the problem is ba- like the, the Baylor we've seen in the last couple of weeks give you uh, more questions than answers. Perhaps a uh, big win against West Virginia, but I, I like. Look, I'll say this: it's not often I'm going to compliment a man, <laughs> but what Bob Huggins is doing this year with, this, this West with Virginia that beard. With that extra padding, just the whole look. He's like kind of he, going Andy Reid on us. Right? He's no, he's yeah. flat out just working into a situation where he's being played by John Goodman. And anyone who makes that life choice, 
I can get behind. We love. I've I've loved. I've fallen in love with the West Virginia system before. Uh, Seven to one is a great. It just seems like yeah, an odd price. I'm all over it, man. Why now, is it now, so certainly, high? Certainly, they have to get by Baylor, but uh, they I they just went to overtime with them. Yeah, yeah, and and they can hang with this Baylor team. I do like the angle. Texas Tech at ten to one is kind of intriguing, but I, I think isn't I'm, Texas the the shot you take? Well, the scary thing is that they could lose to Oklahoma State because Oklahoma State just beat them without their two best players. I it's a, I mean I just like I think the Texas, move is just take uh, Baylor and Baylor and West Virginia. They're coming out of the same side of the bracket. I feel like one of those teams you can almost lock up getting into the championship game. Ba- you know what? I'll say Baylor celebrated a. A lot when they won that regular season mm. title. Scary. The edge might be off, and I, Texas. Te, the, when I saw Texas at eight to one and West Virginia at seven to one, I, I t- are we I, going? You think of the same as me? West, yeah, West Virginia is my play. Texas has my dog. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the move. That's, that's what I'm doing. I don't think Baylor's going to have the edge, and maybe Kansas fools, you know, screws Dude, us over. I mean, Texas Tech has great odds. Texas Tech. Well, that's what I, Texas Tech to me is more interesting. Even than, Oklahoma, like I guess the past week seem, or two, they've struggled. But a month ago, they were the hottest team in college basketball. I would love to take the field in this one. You know, like maybe that's what you do. You carve out because if you you can take West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Texas Tech, and you're gonna so you're gonna guarantee you're gonna have a team playing Kansas or whoever they play, and you're gonna have a team playing Baylor and whoever they play, and you'd be buying those for seven to one or no eight to one. Eight to yeah, seven to one, eight to one, eight to one, ten to one. All right, That's, so yeah. where are we Ooh. at, Kramer? You're going, you're going West Virginia. We're on the same pit. Me and Colby are going our lockstep with this one. West Virginia uh, is the lock. I, I think. Wow. I think West Virginia. I, I don't know if they get it done, but then te- te- actually, you know what? Make Texas my lock, and I'll make West Virginia the dog. <laughs> I, I think Texas gets it done. I think right. they they know they have to get it done. I think they'll uh, the edge will be there, and I mean, man, so what's up with being just the Texas sports in general? It's Texas. Is bat- it that well, hard? Well, not not the Longhorns in football, but is it that hard? What do you mean, basketball? They've been good all year, dude. I, but is it that hard? Like they got get over the hump, do something, win something. Well, they've been Let's cheating go. for a while, man. I'm sure. I'm just saying, yeah. why is it so hard? They got all the resources in the world. That too many cooks in the kitchen, man. Too many cooks in the kitchen. All right. S E C S E C S E C Colby doesn't hate them as much in basketball. Cause they're not quite as talented. Uh, I don't even hate them in football. Vanderbilt, they got coach Leach, man. Vanderbilt uh, 500 to one Texas A&M oh my God. 400 to one South Carolina, the Cox 200 to one with Georgia, Mississippi Long. state. Cox ring the bell. A uh, beautiful picture of coach Leach and a bulldog. Happy birthday out. to coach Leach. Yes, Happy sure. birthday. Mississippi state 60 to one Ole miss 40 to one Kentucky 15 to one. No, not interesting. Missouri 60, uh, six to one Florida, five seventy five. Tennessee five and a quarter LSU five to one Arkansas plus three twenty and Alabama plus two twenty. Alabama is another team. I mean, Arkansas is certainly a fun, a fun grab, but right? You know, I mean, if you're, a, if you're a, the coach of Bama or Arkansas, do you really want to win the sec tournament where therefore you haven't lost in forever? Th- there is Going that into you, the so you want, tournament? You, you're worried about 
too many wins. I mean, Arkansas's won like nine in a row. So if they were to win the SEC tournament, they would be what at twelve or thirteen in a row. That's but I'll, that, I'll tell you, who's that's interesting. a long enough streak to make it interesting. You know, who's interesting to me at seven to one that I think a decent matchup against Arkansas, LSU, plus seven hundred. They, I mean. Again, they only have to win three games. Uh, I I like this uh, LSU team. Am I crazy for liking LSU, Colby? I just they don't play good enough defense for me. I I, I could see them losing. I mean, yeah, they're the talent wise, one hundred percent. Seven to one for my dog. I mean, their players got bags of cash. You know, they're loaded with talent. Um, we tag us. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna they take care of the ball too. I'm gonna yeah. go, man. I don't know. Uh, give me Missouri. As my as my lock, Kentucky as my dog. Missouri as the lock, Kentucky as the. I dog. got no idea what I'm doing in this conference. I, I see, don't think Bama and Arkansas. No, I think you're overthinking it, bro. Arkansas is the pick. Mm. Arkansas. I they mean, almost lost to A and M the other day. Uh, the A and M. Who? All right, but look at their path. Sure, they get they take on a, a Missouri team that maybe can can threaten them, and then it becomes LSU, who you said would they don't play enough defense, so. Their path to but the LS, final. You could make the argument LSU is more talented than Arkansas. I just think their path to the final is, I I, I don't mind it, and I I think it's not going to be Alabama who they see. I'm tempted to t- to throw a dart at Kentucky, but you I just, should because they played Bama really close last time, and that, and that game Kentucky, got Kentucky, and it's yeah. God. How many times have we seen this where yeah. the Kentucky team you struggles? Arkansas they figure it out in the and how? I mean, I told you. I mean, what they they played Kentucky played Tennessee, yeah. uh, fucked them up by like twenty uh, like a week ago. So I'm with you. On, I'm with you on Kentucky, but I'm going where's LSU uh, and Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, where's Auburn here, Colby? No, they opted out. Yeah, pretty, no, they're uh, they they gave bags of cash away and they got caught no. for some reason. LSU just Auburn denied. Yeah. Uh, Auburn, you know, got got dealt the bad hand. Stumped. You know who else is giving out bags of cash via their awesome betting data? Five star picks. Been randomly just uh, tailing some BetQL five stars. Been working out for me. Again, BetQL, you're going to be placing. An insane amount of bets here coming up for March Madness. You may not have a, a good breakdown on Arkansas Pine Bluff or whatever 15, 16 seed. You need some extra data, some analysis. Of course, you uh, you can just go to BetQL.com. Use our promo code SGP30. Get 30% off their premium data. And again, this is really uh it's good stuff. Why why spend hours and upon hours? Cobbling together a bunch of resources, we can just go to one place where instead of uh, betting harder, you're betting smarter. BetQL.com. Use that promo code SGP30 so they know we sent you to get 30% off the premium data. Highly recommend it. BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. Sean. Yes. Let's head over to the American Athletic Conference. USA. USA, home of Colby's East Carolina Pirates, sitting at four hundred to one, only shorter than Tulane at five hundred to one. Yeah. Temple, Sean, your Temple Owls, mm. one hundred to one with South Florida, UCF at sixty to one, along with Tulsa, Cincinnati at twenty five hundred, SMU eight hundred. I know Col- Colby's probably got his eye on that one. Memphis plus five twenty five, Wichita State plus two seventy five. And Houston minus one eighty two, uh, you know, boy, Houston the two seed, clearly the best team in the conference, right? 
not so fast. Come on, we're a DGen podcast. Of course, we're gonna take Hashtag the shot. only. Of course, we're gonna take. They're, they're the number one seed, and they're they're a big dog points wise. That's gotta. These kids have the DraftKings sportsbook. They know what's up. They gotta. That's gotta be insulting, right? If you're Wichita State. Well, here's the great angle. Here well, is if they get SMU. SMU hasn't played in forever because yeah. of COVID issues. That's all they. Tracking that record throughout the season, the team that comes back from COVID normally it's horrible. Not been good. Uh, yeah. Houston's gonna have to play Memphis more than likely, uh, no. and Memphis gotta, just lost at tough. the buzzer at, from half court to Houston. That is a revenge yeah. spot yeah. for Memphis. I mean, if you're making a case, I, I'm with you guys. I'm all in on uh, Wichita State. I, I think Memphis. Yes. On the other agree. side is uh, what was it? What was the odds, Kramer, on on Memphis? Five twenty five, I think. Five yeah, seventy five. I like that. Five twenty-five. I think this is what you do. You throw a unit on the Wichita State, maybe a half unit on Memphis. I love it. All over it. We're we're splitting. Triple lock. We're splitting units around. That is that is dangerous. Yes. Yeah, Memphis upsets Houston, right? Yeah, I mean, I I'm definitely going to be on that money line, uh, assuming that assuming Memphis can get by uh, East Carolina or UCF, which. They should be able to. Well, East Carolina did beat Houston earlier in the year, so watch out. They <laughs> well, got the heart of a, a wow. champion. I didn't, I didn't How say it's a lock. Dare you, Call me. <laughs> didn't right. say it was a lock. Let's talk Mac basketball. This is oh a, baby, this is action. True football this is, conference. This is going to be crazy. This tournament. This tournament is like no buys. Yeah. This is a true like eight eight team winner take all Miami Ohio thirty to one throw ball. a fucking dart at the board. Well, I just right? love that you don't have a you don't have anyone with four zero or with five zero. Yeah, so that's yeah. a good start. Th- uh, thirty to one for Miami of Ohio Ball State twenty to one Ohio ten to one Bowling Green nine to one Kent State plus four fifty with Akron Buffalo plus two eighty five and Toledo plus one seventy five. Game theory, Ryan. Indulge me. What if you took oh. since they're in different quads? Yes. What if you took the seven seed and the eight seed? Yes. With the idea that one of them has a shot well, of just winning two games and getting into the championship. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ball yeah. State and Miami of Ohio, I, Colby. Small sprinkle on both those. Uh, I mean, I think Ball State just beat Toledo. I was going to disagree, so you like, just pivoted away from my opinion. <laughs> Ball State just—I mean—I think recently they've played like uh, twice, and I think they split. And I want to say Ball State, Ball, Ball State's State a live dog lost man. by nineteen to them on the fifth of March, but Ball State beat them by fourteen on the sixth of February. That's a great spot for Ball State. Um, I, I'm, 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 I kind of agree with you there, but I'm gonna go with—I'm uh, gonna go with Akron, and I'm, as my dog is uh, Bowling Green. So wait, you you like Akron and Bowling Green? Yes. I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the DJ and play of just taking the two longest shots here with the hope that one of them gets the championship. Ball State, Miami of Ohio, game theory and it up. Not afraid to do that. Miami of Ohio just beat Bowling Green, Colby. Uh, uh no, Bowling Green has the best player in the. I mean, yeah, wait, Akron's playing Bowling Green. I forgot about looking at the oh, actual matchups. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go Buffalo actually. Yeah, I, I think I got to go with someone on the other side here. Give me Akron as my favorite, and give me uh, fuck. You're going to Akron, and then what are you? What are you going on the opposite side then? Um, on the top part, you got Kent State, Ohio, Ball State, Toledo. Give me, uh, give me Ohio, <laughs> Miami Liter- of Ohio. Liter- let's and- go, baby. Oh no, regular Ohio. 
Cole, uh, Kramer, what are you doing here? I, I'm I'm gonna go with Buffalo as my lock. I I like what this team's gonna do on the defensive side of the ball. You know that that matters, and uh, and also they're just gonna they're gonna work the glass on the offensive side, and then the other. You know, I'll, I'll join uh, Mr. Colby and take Ohio. They can score in basketball. It matters sometimes. You got to score some points, and not I, I, well. I mean, w- would you say every team in this uh, conference has a fluid offense, Colby? Probably not. So uh, I'll take a team that can score some buckets. Ohio, what's that? Fill them up. Fill them up, baby. All right, what Let's do we got next? Mid Eastern Athletic Conference tournament. Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. The MIAC. The home of uh, all sorts of fun teams. T- uh, Terrell Furman, North Carolina A and T graduate. Oh uh, wow! Shout out to Terrell. North Carolina Central at eight to one. Florida A and M at seven to one. Morgan State at three to one, along with Coppin State. Shopping yeah. State. Chopin State, Coppin State. Cop- I nailed it. Coached by Juan Dixon. No, Do you remember Juan Dixon? Juan Dixon? Won a national Washington championship Lizard, at Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That was a that was a great team. North Carolina A and T at plus two seventy five, and Norfolk State at plus two forty. We've seen them them in the tournament. They before. Ups, they were a fifteen that beat uh, Missouri as a two. We've made some money on them before. Maybe. Sounds like something we've done. The second worst conference, according to Ken. This Hunt. is a wonky ass bracket, if I've ever seen it. S one. That's why M1. you gotta take Coppin State, right? They have. Yeah, they you only gotta need to take Coppin State. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about game theory? Uh, playing less games increases your probability. I mean, so what? What? What did I say? Well, what are the playing odds? Playing the worst two teams, essentially. Why like, are they three to one? Well, Norfolk right. State can't be right. Norfolk State, uh, they are playing. <laughs> Norfolk State's the, good though. They, they, they are yeah. Norfolk State. They are playing in the Eagles uh, Eccles Memorial Hall, so they they do have uh, home court advantage for whatever well, no, that's, that's worth. But that's why you take Coppin because look, Norfolk State's gonna have to play North Carolina A and T. They have to win right? three games. Coppin State has yeah, to win two, yeah. and they have to beat North Carolina A and T. These divisions yeah. break my brain when I look at them and I see Coppin State is the <laughs> fastest team in the country, tempo, but they are the three hundred and thirty fourth. Uh, most efficient offense. <laughs> they they almost ugly. beat Duke at Duke. But then you yeah. look and you say they're then you see their effective field goal percentage is number one in this conference, and it's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be fast when you're not efficient. It's not a good formula. Who are you taking, Sean? Coppin State. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And and am I do- are we picking a dog in this I, one? I'm not. I'm, I'm just taking Coppin State. Yeah. Uh, can I opt out of this one? Am I, is that no? Is of course not, Ryan. All Come right. on. Give me Norfolk State. Give me Coppin State. I'm on the I'm on the uh, <laughs> that's all you need, baby. There ain't no stopping Coppin State. Oh, that's Naeus returns. Big Ten basketball, oh Kramer. Let's God. do it. So, Big Ten tourney. So many uh, home team. of the double buys. How many teams do they have at this point? <laughs> it, it's it's more than fourteen. 10. I know it's, it's really annoying. Than, it's more than ten. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna use the the odds on this pay. Nebraska plus five hundred. Northwestern plus 150. I'm sorry, 500 to 1. Northwestern 150 to 1. Penn State and Minnesota 100 to 1. Minnesota 0% chance. They've won zero games away from home. Is that correct? Yes. Colby's about to pick him. I can't take it. Just cross them off. Don't even understand. Rutgers 50 to 1 with Maryland and Indiana. Michigan State 25 to 1. Wisconsin 12 to 1. Purdue 650. 
Ohio State plus six hundred, Iowa plus three twenty five, Illinois plus two fifty, Michigan plus two hundred. Ohio State is a team that you circle here because they have a lot to prove. I'm I, I, I'm on the Illini, man. Mm, they got good matchups. They're getting Rutgers and Indiana. Indiana punted on the season, it seems like, and uh, and and then they get Iowa after that. Illinois way too athletic for Iowa. Um, Garza will be be guarded by by Coburn. That will be a very tough matchup for Dude him. Plays below the rim. Um, so I I think I I you see don't a think clear Rutgers path. could it could upset Illinois here. It, that would be I I would be. Yes, that Isn't would be that the, the that, out of the three yeah. teams they would face: Rutgers, Indiana, and Iowa. Rutgers would be the one that scares me the most for if, if I was Illinois. Uh, I, I want like Ohio. To me, Ohio State. Like, there's no way they're losing to Purdue. They got swept by Purdue. This I, year. I know. Okay, they're not. They're, not, they're not, not. Well, they have to beat the winner of the Northwestern Minnesota, then I, to get to Purdue, then to get to the winner of Michigan. And uh, Look, whoever else, you all know, uh, I'm not a fan of Michigan usually, but this year I am a fan of this basketball team. They're pretty good. I just think the way that the narratives and everything that's kind of transpired, Ohio State is as good as any team in this conference. I think uh, the uh, well, and I think uh, strangely I mean, yeah. in the tournament setting, coaching will matter, and I think I think their their coach is going to rise to the occasion. What, what's their value again? I'm sorry. What's their value? Their value is six to one. I like them as my dog. I'll go Illinois as my favorite. Ohio State as my dog. Does that count as a dog? It's six to one. I, I think th- so. I right? mean, it's strange, right? Because for a conference that's so freaking good, uh, you also it's it's kind of hard for me to sell myself on any of the shots past. I like Michigan State. I think Wisconsin no. could man. Wisconsin could still beat Iowa. Michigan State's going to be my dog. No, they they just show do it, Sean. what they show they can hang with uh, Michigan. You, you come home to visit your parents, that girl that you used to hook up with. Like it's not the same anymore, dude. Don't just go, don't no. go back. It's Michigan. It's not the same Michigan State team. It doesn't bro. matter. They're they're my law. Lo- I mean Kramer. They're twenty five to one. Little taste of that. Let's go. I'm taking Michigan. And Ohio. I'm with, I'm with well, Colby. The lock is Illinois. They have a nice side of the bracket. They can hang with, I mean, they should be able to clean up Michigan. I, I'm, I know we have them in that futures draft. Ryan getting a little scared about what? Michigan to make it to the final four. Oh, not going to stop it. Give me Rutgers just for fun. 50 to so one. Michigan and Rutgers. And what do you have? Uh, what do you have Colby? You have Illinois and who's your dog. I'm going to go Ohio state as the, the, as the, as the dog. No, Ohio state is my lock. Oh, Sean. wow. So you're not even in believing in Michigan to get this done. No, mm. I said, I like them, but it's, they're on the same side and I'm not going to give out a, I mean, yeah, I like them too. If I can, if you let me give out three, I'll, it would be Michigan, no, Ohio state. Can't do three. The, the Break the system. I have to one up your stupid 25 to one. So I'm going <laughs> to give out a 50 to one Rutgers. Let's go. Rutgers. And we made it. And now we're going to talk uh, picks for today, Safely AKA ready. March 10th. Before we get to that, oh man, we are just getting what's awesome now. It's it's the best time of the year. It's free tournament time. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Odds Crowd, a uh, new, new sponsor. Shout out to Odds Crowd. Give them a follow on uh, social media at Odds Crowd. They're throwing down the gauntlet. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Colby, I'm looking right at you. He's texting his friends. Right okay. no, just checking. Uh, He's texting the best ball states back up. The best center. college uh, hoops better in the country. <laughs> his brother, NC Nick odds crowd, sibling rivalry, settle it on uh, settle it on odds crowd. They're doing a free March madness fantasy betting contest, $8,000 in cash. 
prizes up for grabs. Right now, they only have a hundred players entered in this thing. So certainly huge uh Ryan again, as we're saying, huge overlay opportunity. Again, you just place uh risk-free fantasy bets throughout the tournament against real odds and the lines. Whoever is the most profitable rises up the leaderboard. Again, if you're in the top three at the end, you win a share of eight thousand dollars. It's just that easy. Also, they got a uh, social app built in right there. Talk a little trash to your uh, fellow odds crowd players. Free to download. They got live group chat again with other betters. You can track your bets. That's always fun. Set up your own private betting contest. What you do with that, your own business, sports gambling podcast.com slash odds, sports gambling podcast.com slash odds to download the app, get signed up, enter the contest. Let's go, baby. What was that site you told me about? OnlyFans? Yeah. It's kind of like that private betting. <laughs> set up a private betting window. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on, Sean. That's funny. It is. People can privately bet. All right, let's talk. Let's talk college basketball. NC State at Syracuse. Syracuse right now, laying a laying one and a half. Cuse baby, Buddy Bayheim. Let's get it done. Early <laughs> tip. This is Kaching. Let's go. Place your bets, please. Nothing else I need to see here. I'm all over the Wolfpack, man. Of course, Syracuse been trash away from oh. uh, the Carrier Dome. And that's a horrible, horrible football stadium. I'm and right uh, and NC State's been red hot lately. They've been the hotter team here down the stretch. Look at NC State; they've won what five in a row. I don't give a shit, bro. Syracuse is on a mission right now. It's hard to beat a team, th- or it's hard to lose to a team three times. NC State's going to get it done. They're going to achieve the possible, the the impossible, the possible, <laughs> the very possible. Yeah, come on, you could easily lose to a three a team three times. I mean, Colby, you're rec league basketball. Uh, team, you don't think you guys, <laughs> if the schedule allowed for three, uh, you to play a team three times, you don't think you could have lost all three times? I'm pretty sure we would have. We would have at least got disqualified because <laughs> I, I look. I tried to teach them the four corners offense on the fly. They didn't do that. They didn't know uh, these soccer players had no losers. idea. So if we losers. were to play them again, I would just have to punch their best player in the face. All right, <laughs> take matters into your own That's hands. A, a beautiful strategy. <laughs> Next up, we got Miami of Florida. Again, ACC tournament action, squaring off against Clemson. Kramer, do we have a line on this? We we nine Clemson minus. Oh, there we go. Eight and I'm seeing eight and a half actually as we speak on the old DraftKings sportsbook. I don't know. Miami to me is frisky enough to take a shot on that eight and a half. Am I am I crazy, Colby? I'm all over the hurricane there. Uh, Don't we have to? Pause ourselves based on who they were playing. I mean, I, I I like the idea of taking the points here as well. That's a big number. I don't know. I guess cover. I just haven't been super impressed by from what I've seen of Clemson. Like to the that they would be an eight and a half point favorite in in a conference tournament. They lost like to this. Clemson by one on January second, uh, and then the rematch they lost by eight. So I think you're good. Miami's okay. healthier than then. And, 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 and they, the size was showing up in the game today and the size could show Whoa. up Cox. against Clemson as well. I'll grab the points with you guys. I'm a little worried that we're going to do that. Fall into that trap of like, you know, you see it and then you're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And then well, the next it, day they and get their I, ass and beat. I am worried a little bit about the, the quick turnaround. I think in this COVID season, that's something to keep an eye on in these conference tournaments, but uh, Miami four and one against the spread in their last five against Clemson. So I think they, 
That just feels way high. Sprinkle for me. some on the money line. Yeah, feels like they're a live dog. I, I really liked what I saw out of that Miami. Again, team. the length showed up. That that length and athleticism can win tourney games. You know, Big East basketball noon tip on the West Coast. Marquette laying two and a half at Georgetown in the Big Apple. Kramer, I'll let you go. What are we, what are you doing, Georgetown? Oh, uh, I in mean, New York. It, yeah, it is. God damn. It's hard to, it's hard to this Georgetown team. No, thanks. Can't do it. I'll take Marquette. I just, I don't know. I, Patrick Ewing just never struck me as a guy that was going to be a good coach. I, I know you're going to tell me they've been playing better. I grew up a Georgetown fan. I watched the the, the days of uh, Alonzo morning to Dikembe Mutombo, Allen Iverson, uh, Victor page. That one's for you. Cole, Classic just man. to show you, I actually watched, uh, did he die? He got shot in the head. I don't know if he died. <laughs> I don't know if he died, but he got shot in the head at one point. Ah, just wow. completely is... tone death. Colby, uh, death Colby. Well, if so, what? rest in peace. Give to me, Victor give, me Mar- <laughs> give me Marquette. I don't, I don't know where I was going, but give me Marquette. I, I just, I, what scares me is that the, the public's all over Marquette. Uh, well, that's that makes sense. Yeah, well, because they're, yeah. but I mean, Georgetown has been good against the spread, eight and three in their last eleven, and they've been well, they've been doing good at covering the spread against other Big East opponents, seven and three against the spread against their fellow uh, Big East guys. Colby, what are you doing here? I'm I'm torn. Um, I'm really torn too. Give me Marquette. Just because they can still find their way in the NCAA tournament, it, I, like DJ Carton's been getting better and better as the uh, seasons prolonged. I think this is going to be a, oh, a one or two Which, possession game, man. B- by so, the way, you might want to remind Sean who DJ Carton is because he showed up in DJ Madness, Madness last yeah. year for Ohio State. Uh, and he can dunk on people's faces. It's been a pleasure to watch. This Isn't year. there a little bit of tournament time where you kind of have to apply the like a little bit of the NBA best player in these early rounds? Dude, like, but I could totally see George Georgetown's played a lot better in the in February. Come down the stretch, I, I just don't think Patrick Ewing's team is going to perform, or, or or like it's going to be an execution thing. They're going to be lose a couple points here, a little po- couple points there. I'm going to ride Marquette, that. but I don't trust this one at all. Yeah, I'm going Marquette as well, but I, I agree. Kind of dangerous spot here. Pac-12 in beautiful Las Vegas. One o'clock, one o'clock West Coast tip. Wazoo squaring off against the Sun Devils, Arizona State. Whoa, what a what a game! They just played like a week ago, and Remy Martin hit a three to win the game. Uh, Arizona State's a lot like Miami. They had uh, COVID problems, injury yeah. problems. Uh, at one point, Remy Martin's father died, so he was out for a few games. Uh, I think the play is to take Arizona State. They're yeah, just a far I really like Arizona team. State. I yeah. mean, I was before Kramer made fun of me and damaged my confidence. I was considering a th- of throwing them in the in the Pac-12 uh, dog slot there. So I'm definitely the slot. I was taking slot. them here uh, against Wazoo. I like this. I mean, I I like Arizona State for as much as you can like a 10 seed in the Pac-12 tournament. Give me, give me Wazoo. I, what, have you guys forgotten? It was oh, barely a year ago. We were walking the hallowed grounds. Goku hashtag Gokugs. Gokugs. Arizona State six and zero straight up in their last six games when playing as a favorite, which some places are reporting them as a one point favorite. Oh, you're, it's all you need. You want to pick it at one point? I'll take the point. No, no. Oh, oh you just, just want to show that trend. trend out. Yeah. <laughs> Loyola of Maryland heads to uh, West Point, New York. For mm. some Patriot League basketball army, laying one and a half. We talked about how the service academy is kind of interesting. 
Yeah. Or at least Army. Uh, it, this season, I like Army here. Colby, are you uh, are you co-signing the Army play? I am co-signing the Army play. Loyola got the upset against Navy with a couple of their key players out. Well, Army's healthier, even though Loyola beat them earlier in the year. It's revenge for the Black Knights. Lonnie Grayson, Codwell, the other guard. They got. Do they run the court. triple option? They uh, the three the, man, the three man they, weave. <laughs> yeah, as well. Uh, give me give me the uh, Black Knights to get it done at home. Jalen Rucker. Love the love the home court advantage as well here. That that can't. Yeah. It can't be understated. Kramer, are you making it a triple lock? I'm a little worried they have a player named Lonnie Grayson. It feels a little too millennial for your liking, Sean. But we all do like Lon. America. Uh, and who knows? Loyola just sounds like I mean, just sounds like these like private school <laughs> yuppie crab cake eating Maryland types. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got, no, a, problem well, with, you actually, got a problem with crab cakes? Well, here's the problem. The last time I made fun of a private school, uh, Mount St. Mary's took care of a uh, business t- tonight <laughs> <Today>. or yesterday <laughs> if, as you listen to this. So yeah, I'm, I, you know, love that we uh, have a Patriot league game to pick and, and love that Hell I'm going to yeah. pick army, but we can move on now. Let's get a little big 10 action going. Big 10 tourney, Minnesota two point dog against Northwestern. I'm gonna say uh, wrong team favorite alert. Give me Minnesota. Ooh. Granted, they're zero and seven against See, the listen, spread. I wasn't listening earlier. In their last seven games, but uh, I- I'm taking Minnesota. They they haven't won away from home. That they haven't, Ryan. But they are four and one straight up in the last five against Northwestern. That's going back a couple years. But five star play over at our I, friends I Beck UO. What that Minnesota is? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all I need to hear. Lock it up. Minnesota, baby. Let's go. I mean, the problem here is, man, there's just so many injuries for Minnesota. Um yeah, Robbins, I, uh, what, Kalschler or whatever. You're, you're not gonna get rich betting on Minnesota when they leave the barn. You're just not. I'm gonna ride Chris Collins in Northwestern. But aren't they just as trash? <laughs> That's the problem. And I say they're the better what was team. The number? It doesn't mean they they're great. The it number? means it means Northwestern's horrible. I'm seeing it at a Minnesota. We're picking it at Minnesota plus two over on DraftKings. Jesus, yeah, give me uh, Northwestern's. But give me Northwestern. I yeah, I just <laughs> I told myself I'm not betting on Minnesota. Hey, Northwestern opened the season I think seven and one got the t- got into the top twenty five, and then this is a, look. This is a the, just a disaster of a matchup. I don't know what you're doing to us tonight. Colby. Well, we needed a Big Ten game, man. It was either that or Nebraska, Penn State. I love early round. Oh, I'm, come I'm gonna, on, no Penn State, Nebraska. <laughs> Do you see how, so many games before lunchtime? This is delicious. It's hardcore. Texas A and M SEC tournament action in Nashville, four o'clock West Coast tip. Vandy, a two point favorite. Um. Look, A and M. Buzz Williams. He's been getting it done. Vandy's had injury problems. Give me A and M to uh to get this done. I I have no idea what you're asking. I'm saying we should add that. That oh. that came out recently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing. Texas A and M. Uh look. Again, the 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 ba- the depths in the bow of the bowels of the SEC. Uh, none of these teams are exciting to me. Uh, Van. What was Vanderbilt? Five hundred to one. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's enough. That's all Jerry I need Stackhouse, to see. head coach of Vanderbilt, yeah, against Buzz Williams. I I, I like, Je- but 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 Buzz is a coach. Buzz is a real coach, and I think when it comes to the, these types of settings, tournament settings, uh, everyone's in a neutral site. Coaching matters. Of course, I'm going to take my guy Buzz. I got nothing but love for him. He's a real coach. Unlike that turncoat fuck, Justin Fuente. <laughs> 
So everyone's on Texas A&M. Yes. Let's do it. Big 12 basketball, <laughs> Kansas state, TCU in Kansas city. I was going to say, delete that one. <laughs> Missouri. Let's delete that one. Oh, hold All on. Right. Colby yeah. wants the late. He, he well, says I, the line came out. I didn't have a line before Duke Louisville. Yeah, now we're, okay. Colby, Duke minus like a puppy two dog. He's like, we can't, we cannot do this one. Well, before I couldn't write it. All right. Then, what's the, what's the number? Uh, Duke minus Duke minus two. two. Oh my God. Louisville catching two points against Duke. Duke looked great as they uh, just destroyed Boston college. Oh man. Is Louisville I, last eight in currently? No, I know. I want to take Louisville because I want to see Duke uh, lose, but then I'm worried about Duke actually getting on a run and getting into this goddamn <laughs> tournament, Colby. I kind of want them to I'm, make it I'm so we can bet Devils. against them. I'm on the Blue Devils. Yeah, man. I this think is they, this they is their time five. to shine, yeah. so they can get their ass kicked in the actual tournament. Give me Duke minus two. Although, although maybe they'll be gas. You're falling. Tra- they played. A bad Boston College team, and they were yeah, you're shooting right. the lights doing? out. Uh, they Louisville plus back. two. <laughs> Louisville plus yeah. two. Give me Louisville plus Come two. Come on, as well. I, dude, they Come went on. to overtime a week ago, and Louisville won. Uh, this is d- advantage clearly in Duke's favor. Then uh, look, I'm okay with you. Take it's fine. Uh, I just it's really not on brand. All right, <laughs> this is not. You're not the same guy who likes John Elway. You're, you're back. <laughs> what do you mean, Duke. John Elway's a private school pussy. He went to Stanford. Well, you're that's a good point. Now <laughs> that you mention it, look, I, you really I don't heard like, your argument. Well, I don't like John Elway, the human being, just like I don't like Tom Brady, the human and, being. And for some reason, Sean tried to give me credit for picking NC State as if I'm going to go against Buddy Beheim. Come on, bro. <laughs> All right. I fixed the sheet. Don't worry. Okay. I'm feeling good tonight. Time for the lock dog tease presented by better edge. You want to get some no big betting action going. Just got to go to betteredge.com. Use that promo code SGP. Get a free $10 play. Beat the database contest. Got a ton of contests going for March madness. A lot of, a lot of just easy $10 contests to play. When are we doing beat the database next? Uh, Thursday, guys. Oh. Thursday, Thursday, beat the database. Sorry, I was looking for my bonus oh, game I'm, here. I'm, I'm competing this week, Colby. I'm coming in. Get for in your, there. I'm Throwing on, down the gauntlet. There. I won it last week. Just dominated. Just dominated DFS it's, today. One dollar entry. <laughs> it's a real good look for the brand when you win the beat the database contest. I like it. Is. It is. It is the flex. There we go. <laughs> All right. Let's. Do you want to go first, Sean, or do I go first? Uh, you can go first, Kramer. All right. I feel like that's been good for us uh, in these in these I, college I have basketball not been games. going first for the record. Who's been going first then? Did I go first, Colby? Yes. Oh shit! I went. All right, uh, lock Syracuse. <laughs> I, I I don't care what you say, Colby. I'm taking Syracuse here uh, for my dog. Miami sprinkle it. They looked really confident. Their length showed up. Uh, Against lesser talent, obviously, but th- that that's a winnable game. If, if Clemson comes out slow uh, and Miami can get some early confidence, they're going to be an absolute live dog. And for my bonus, I, I just think it's I think Marquette wins the game going away. Uh, I'm staying on sheet. I, I guess should I? I'm going to stay on sheet. I've been doing well with the uh, the, the the extra on sheet pick. So uh, and for my COVID game, what what conference do we go to? Big Ten maybe is the no, big. No, we ten. don't need a COVID game. Come it's on, a Big Ten. Arkansas, be- Pine Bluff, Jackson State. Maybe the pipes are still right. frozen. Sorry, what was your what was your bonus lock, Kramer? I play your bets, please. Oh, shut the fuck up! Marquette I'm doing nine things over two here. And a, <laughs> you can you can also bet. you can also click in the 
the box and enter your own pick. I didn't want to. I mean, I, I don't want to step over the uh, the line. You know? No one makes me bleed my own blood. No one makes uh, me bleed my own blood. All right, Sean, it's on you, buddy. You getting ready for this? You hyped? You, yes. you excited? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do. There's an 8 a.m. tip, by the way, in the Big Sky, Sacramento State, Northern Colorado, which is really 8 a.m. where they're playing the game. Miami plus eight and a half. Love that for my lock. Place your bets, please. I like it. Okay. John's trying to fight. No, you're just, you're, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what angle you're going at here for my, for my dog, my money line dog. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Texas A and M Texas A and M money line. And for my bonus lock, give me a Providence lane seven. <laughs> I, li- I don't know why I like betting on this Providence team. The dead Cooley. That's your yeah, guy. Ed Cooley. He's the, the man. Poly. Shout out to Alan Cooley. Uh, relation? Yeah. Perhaps. perhaps maybe Ed Cooley was down there and uh, where, where's Alan? I think Alan's from Mississippi. Yeah. Um, Look, the lock here is Army minus one and a half. Give mm. me the Black Knights in West Point. Um, That's got to matter, right? Yeah. The dog, you got to ride the hurricane right now. Getting eight and a half. They've already yeah. had the advantage of playing a game. Yeah. Uh, give me Miami there. For the bonus play, I'm going to take you to the Big Sky Conference. <laughs> Portland State minus oh, yeah. seven yeah. against the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. I've been fading Northern Arizona all year. It's been treating yeah. me great. Remember the funk? Yeah. I, I drove through that campus <laughs> recently, so funk is on them. Like, Let it rip on the. Uh, all right, I'm just getting my bet in here on Portland State. And as just an well. alert: Iona is laying one and a half against Siena. Really? Mm. When's that? And Siena's the one seed. And two p.m. That's the Patino effect. Yeah. Two p.m. But right. we like Patino. He's on. He's a degen. He yeah. likes the nose beers. <laughs> the announcer, the uh, the Iona announcers, clearly like Patino. They're uh, the guys doing the game today was pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, they don't want to say anything bad, you know. Maybe maybe something might happen. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh yeah, as we wrap things up here in college basketball. And make sure you check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code SGP, turn two hundred dollars, or sorry, four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six bucks. Make sure you subscribe to the college experience with Colby Dant and stay tuned as we are gonna be joined shortly by Steve Shermer to talk some players championship. Joining us on the line to talk about the Players Championship co-host of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Steve Shermer. What's happening, Steve? Happy uh, golf season heating up, man. How you feeling? Yeah, thank you very much for having me on the show. I'm glad you guys could take a break from FFPC drafts and uh, <laughs> you know talk about March Madness for three hours of Colby. And uh, you know it's nice to, for you guys to let the audience knows that uh, there's other sports going on right now, and we got a big event. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Well, and you guys have a SGPN bona fide tout, and that is the number one Slack channel by far most activity golf is uh, uh golf is just a red hot Slack channel. As we all know, Steve, he exited uh, the social media landscape. It's a great choice. The only place to get the insights are <laughs> on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, and the Slack, which Steve, I mean, you, you, I, I can't imagine you thought the Slack would, would turn into something blossom into something that it had, that it has. 
You know, honestly, it's a really great community we got. I mean, like we got a bunch of loyal listeners and fans in there. We're always throwing out different picks and it's, it's nice to see new people join in too. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you just love golf, you love chatting about it. I mean, we talk about just general golf topics. We talk about golf betting. So, you know, if you love golf and you want to come in and just, you know, chat with a bunch of good guys, yeah, definitely come in and, uh, I'll do my best to uh, give a bunch of leans that I can, that I can't <laughs> give on social media, which by the way, I have been off social media about a year and I think I went off just before COVID hit. So uh, perfect. That time. was a great decision. You haven't <laughs> missed, you haven't missed anything, Steve. I'll be honest. I wish, <laughs> I wish I should, I should do the same yeah. plunge and just dedicate mm. myself only to the slack, but yeah, tell the it, woman that right. Like fucking doom scrolling <laughs> left and right. <laughs> I know it is. It is uh it's just a great hang and it's, it's fun to see the different bets everyone has tossing out. And uh, you guys just you guys have been cranking out the content over on the golf gambling podcast. Just had friend of the program Nagel's bagels on kind of a third man, in the booth. That was a real fun, uh, fun listen talking to TPC as well. Oh yeah, that was great. I mean, it, it's good to have a third perspective in there, you know, to kind of uh, check Boston Capper when he says something, you know, <laughs> off the cuff or it's you know, a go after fucking wheel, man. <laughs> yeah, or go after me for being just a huge stat nerd. And yo, know, Nagel's bagels was great. Um, you know, like you said, he's been a huge supporter of sports gambling podcast for years. And he's got his own, uh, periscope, uh, show and, uh, he's got a YouTube show now where he does DFS picks on uh, Wednesday nights. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And we're definitely looking forward to having Nagel's bagels back on the show. Oh yeah. You know, hopefully for major season. Yeah. We'll have, we'll make it a major, uh, regular and, thing. And how diabolical of them to create more golf in the middle of football season. I mean, do they, do they not know the <laughs> FCS is going on College right going head to head with I, McNeese state? Steve. I will say I was like, I, when I, I was like, man, this isn't even a major, but it's the, it's the God, it's the one golf course that everyone knows we have to cover the players champ. Championship, uh, right? The island, the water, uh, TPC Sawgrass. Sean's guy, Jordan Spieth is back. Oh man, Jordan Spieth. Fucking Cowboys. They get Dakota Prescott <laughs> and then Jordan Spieth. Jordan show. Spieth heating up. Oh. So TPC Sawgrass. Now they're they're I guess they what? They normally play it in May and then this year they're playing in March, obviously. Yeah, so they made the change back two years ago, and uh, there's there's a lot of differences between when it's played in March and May. And and unfortunately, this is kind of a common mistake. A lot of people are making about this tournament. You know, it's mostly because you know maybe you don't do the research. You go the extra mile to actually see the differences between when it's played in <laughs> May and March. So, so the biggest you know mistake people are making is the grass type, and it doesn't really. It might not sound important to you guys, but for the golf gambling community, like nailing the grass type is really important because you know you want to target certain guys who do better in certain surfaces. Well. For eight months of the year, TBC Sawgrass is a Bermuda grass golf course. And, you know, unfortunately, people are making that mistake this week. But, you know, when it's in March, and this is going to be, I'm about to get really nerdy about agronomy here. Like so, it. you know, bear, bear with me. So, <laughs> keep going, Steve. <laughs> exactly. Farmer Steve about to drop some plant knowledge here. So, so in colder temperatures in Jacksonville, uh, in the South, I mean, all golf courses or most golf courses do something called overseeding. And basically what that means is Bermuda grass. It's too cold. There's not enough sunlight in order to promote healthy plant growth. So what they do is they take Northern strains of grass, you know, kind of like from my neck of the woods that basically can grow in the tundra and like cold and crappy weather. And they throw it over the top of the Bermuda grass, you know, and then they let it die in the fall. And then, you know, over the top of it, it grows this lush, healthy, rye grass. And then the greens are usually overseed with a bent POA. So that's important because these two surfaces with, you know, they play completely differently for the golfers. So if when it's Bermuda grass, just like when it's, you know, in May to about October, 
plays really firm and fast. It's grainy. It's tough to chip on. It's tough to putt too, because you know, like you have these Bermuda grass specialists that they read the, you know, the breaks in the green, you know, based on where the, you know, the, you know, where the grain is going, you know, where the grass is basically pointing. But, you know, when there's a bent POA overseed put on it and when there's ryegrass in the fairways, like, you know, the ball sit up in the rough. That's not something that happens with Bermuda grass. You drop a ball in two and a half inch rough. The ball is going to sink right to the bottom and, you know, ryegrass, it's going to pop up. And that kind of, you know, gives a little bit of guys who maybe aren't as accurate off the tee. They're going to give them a little bit of advantage because the ball is going to be sitting up. They can still make a contact. Uh, on the greens, the roll's a little truer. You don't have to worry about grain. So even if it doesn't sound like a huge difference with grass, it makes a big difference for the type of golfers you want to target. So it's definitely important to nail the grass type this week. It is overseeded Bermuda, which doesn't mean they put more Bermuda seeds on it. Just means they that, put a that's what grass Ryan was before the podcast. Ryan I, said I was hitting that pretty hard before he was, the podcast. He was trying to, to work that angle. I go, I my think, own grass. I think you're. I think you're incorrect there. But I gotta be honest. It sounds like, and, I, and I'll say it because Steve's a gentleman, obviously not on social media, but it sounds like he's firing some shots at some other jabroni golf coverage talking <laughs> about how this is going to play like Bermuda grass, talking about throwing them in the locker. Bermuda grass specialists are going to do well. So I like that Steve coming after the rest of the media. Well, it <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying this now. Now, Steve, what does that mean for the, for the non grass heads? What does that mean as far as what type of players that will benefit that style of grass? Sure. So it's going to affect the scoring overall. So it's, so how they want to present it. And, and part of the reason why they oversee it too, is you need a lot of water in order to basically, basically make it how the PJ tour wants to, it to look on TV. I mean, they put a ton of fertilizer on it. Like if you look at this thing this week, it is emerald green grass. It is lush. Um, I mean, it's, you know, there's a ton of water on it because they want just like it's a really pop on TV. I mean, it's almost like they want to make it like its own Augusta National. Like they even put pine straw underneath the trees now. Like it, it really looks like like TPC Augusta National down there. But it's going to play a lot softer, which means that you know sometimes this tournament might turn to a little bit of a putting contest. Uh, iron play gets a little more important because like guys can fire at pins. That's something you can't really do in May with the Bermuda grass because you know, there's some tough pin positions with T die golf courses where they're playing firm. If you try and go for greens, you know, you might miss in the wrong spot here. We're seeing guys like just go at pins. Like, you know, it's nothing. And so like, you know, guys who can really have good command of their irons and then roll in a couple putts. I mean, the winning score is probably going to be pretty low. So you got to make a lot of birdies got hit your irons. Well, uh, and then, but T to green though, it's still the same principles as before. There's a lot of pitfalls of P die golf courses where you can't miss, you can't miss big. Uh, and there's a lot of force layups. So that's going to take driver out. A lot of guys hands. It's going to be a lot of positional golf, but once they're on the green though, it's pretty easy to get at some of these pin positions and uh, it's, it'll be pretty easy to score. What about our uh, what about our buddy uh, buddy old Bryson DeChambeau? I I saw this the New York Post. Did you? Uh, and it seems like it's kind of news everywhere that uh, the PGA Tour put in a Bryson DeChambeau rule for the TPC Sawgrass. Did you see this, Steve? I didn't. Honestly, we talked about this in the Slack channel. I I, I posted on there, and, and uh, I mean so. The thing from last week, Bryson won last week, and uh, yeah. the big thing was that he drove the green, quote unquote. That's a little bit of fake news. He basically drove into a bunker <laughs> 80 yards before the green, and they hit a crappy approach shot and almost caused himself a birdie. But that's neither here or there. But so it was, you know, Bryson joked that he was going to because the 18th green or the 18th hole is very tough. You got a water hazard all the way down the left. Yeah, woods down the right. There's really no place to miss, and he can't use a driver on that hole for him. But 
he was speculating he could hit it over the lake to the ninth fairway and then you have a clean shot to the, you know, to the green, but <laughs> you know, so they put in a rule saying basically that's out of bounds. So they can't do that. And honestly, that's probably for his own good because I was looking at the map of where the hole is and you basically are making the hole longer for him by going over the ninth fairway. And then you have a forced carry 150 yards over water. That's not very good course management. And it kind of speaks a little bit to like, you know, when you think about Bryson, you know, and this transformation he's made in order to like gain a lot of length, like where can he break golf courses? And there's particular places where he's been able to do it. You know, for example, he broke wing foot and that's a golf course that, you know, it probably needs a little bit of a restoration to push out some of the bunkers and he can access certain places on the golf course that others can't. And the only penalty is deep rough, but when you have fast club set speed and you're hitting wedges out of rough, it doesn't really matter. Say they have Bay Hill last week where this is another golf course that there's no real consequence for him to bomb driver and be aggressive because he can hit over all the water hazards and all the dog legs where certain guys can't. And then you can gouge out of the rough and, you know, knock on the green, and especially when c- conditions are tough, like they were on Sunday, you know, I mean, it just, it, that's prime for him. But like when you get to a golf course, like a couple weeks ago at the concession where there's a lot of trouble, even in places where he can't carry and it's all right in front of him. So he has to play positional golf and lay back just like everybody else, you know? And then when in golf tournaments like that, then he gets a little bit exposed. He's not the best iron player. He's not the best scrambler. He kind of gets by a little bit, you know, with just bombing it, you know, like 350, you know, having a wedge into a green and then just like making putts here. He's laying back. He has to rely more of like his intermediate irons, his long irons, and he's not all that great with it sometimes. And the same thing at TBC Sawgrass this week, there's not a lot of opportunities for him to cut dog legs and hit over hazards because of where the fairways run, where the water hazards are. He's going to be hidden from a lot of the same places as everybody else. So I'm not that bullish on him this week. Um, you know, it just like, it, it, it's almost like, you know, when NASCAR, we put a restrictor plate on somebody at these tracks, you know, kind of, you know, tightens the field a little bit. So, you know, and, and when you get to these kind of these like tough golf courses where he's playing positional golf, he gets himself in trouble. So um, I don't have as high hopes as I did for him last week. It's weird. I have this dile- like this personal dilemma. Bryson both seems like this really awesome dude to root for because he just <laughs> smashes the golf ball, yeah. right? Uh, but then he also just seems like a giant douchebag <laughs> named Bryson, and uh, so I'm really it's I mean, torn. It's yeah, hard. And and really, what the deciding factor is that quarantine video that uh, <laughs> that Steve turned us on to of of Bryson's quarantine. It is uh, it's uh, endlessly entertaining. You like you like a man who uh, drinks a protein shake. Yeah, you know? I don't know. There was just so much to unpack <laughs> in his in his quarantine video, and really really shapes the way every time I see him, I can't help but think about that, that quarantine video and could do yourself a favor and look that up. If you haven't seen it, just look at what he looked like before the quarantine also yeah. while you're at it, the guy just put on if a you're ton new of to mass. Golf. It's crazy. And sometimes you know, with golf, I feel like people are worried about, you know, being too ripped like tiger was because maybe you're going to, you know, pull some muscles over swing, blow out your hips and stuff like that. But he he seems to be carrying the weight well so far. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Jordan Spieth, unfortunately, he's back. Steve, how does uh how does his prospect how does he look in a in a TPC Sawgrass course? Well, I mean, coming in, he looks great, and I mean, there's still a couple issues with his game. I mean, off the tee right now, which was a huge problem. I think that's where a lot of this trouble started for him, where he just. He would stand over the tee box and he just would have absolutely no idea where the ball was going. You know, either duck hook it left or blast it right. And he's still having trouble off the tees, losing strokes off the tees in three of his last five tournaments. But 
what's been great about Jordan Spieth and one of the best parts of his game is his irons have been back. And that was something that's been missing for the last two years. And mm-hmm. he was struggling with that. It's been off and on and he's gained over a stroke per round with his irons over his last 16 rounds. And he was having a little bit of issues with the putter too. That was a little bit hit or miss the last couple of years too. And he's gained about 0.7 strokes per round with that too. So, I mean, so as far as TPC sawgrass goes, you, know, you don't have to hit driver a whole lot just because there's a lot of force layers, which means he's hitting comfortable. He's hitting clubs that he generally hits well. He's in a lot of hybrids off the tee, you know, three woods, maybe a couple irons too. And then he just, you know, as long as he's playing positional golf and doesn't get himself in too much trouble, he can just fire at pins. They're going to be soft and receptive. His irons has been great. He just sticks it to like within 10 feet and then his putting's great. So I think he's good. I mean, so I, I mean, I kind of snap bet him at the beginning of the week at 35 to one. He's been bet down to like twenties now. And I don't know if I love that as much, but would I be surprised if this is the coming out party for speed this week? And this is oh, like a trap no. and return. No, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook sports book right now for him to win it all 30 to one. So certainly in that range of normally the guys that like to bet from the, you know, 20 to 20 to 40 ish, take well, a couple bullets on those guys. And if you dive a little deeper, you'll realize He's sitting right at that like 20, uh, 30 month mark of marriage. And perhaps that's oh. what's allowing this additional focus. Uh, <laughs> the quarantine plus some other pressures in his life. Maybe he's not performing at home. Uh, needs something else to get his mind on. <laughs> Focusing, just getting the ball in the cup. What about uh what about Kramer's boy, Ricky Fowler? Not it's not going uh, great right oh, now for Sean. captain of the drip squad. What what's happened oh. to Ricky Fowler? Well, I, I, I want to touch on this before you're, you know, Kramer did a DraftKings lineup. So maybe I could talk about some uh, big mistakes. So, so let's talk about Ricky. So for the past year or so, he went some swing changes. It started actually during the COVID break while Bryson was shirtless cooking bacon. Uh, Ricky was doing some swing changes and the results were not great. Uh, Why did no, just, no, Steve, j- not to interrupt you, but real quick. Why do these guys mess with their swings, especially when they're? Why do hot chicks get plastic surgery? Yeah, I, I, I guess know. they're just they're just perfectionists. But I, I maybe had too much free time on his hand. What was the what was the idea behind adjusting his swing? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's actually said, but like just in general, some guys want to change their swing because like they want to add a particular shot shape. Yeah. You know, like I know a couple of years ago. You know, a famous story is Martin Keimer. He was number one in the world. He wasn't satisfied. He wanted to add a fade to, uh, or no, it was either fade or draw. He wanted to add some sort of shot to either fade or draw. Uh, I think it was a draw actually, because he wanted to play well at the masters. Well, so he did a bunch of swing changes and he was never the same again. And sometimes, you know, maybe with Ricky, maybe he wasn't satisfied that he wasn't really winning a whole lot. Maybe he wanted to do, you know, get a couple changes where, you know, maybe he would reach his potential. I think so. He switched coaches, got swing changes and it didn't work out. It was a little bit rough. Um, he was still getting by with the putting, but he didn't really do a whole lot last year. In fact, I think that his last top 10 was over a year ago in PJ West. So coming into this year though, uh, he went to PJ West again, the ball striking was great. He was good off the tee. It was irons, but the putting was bad, which is usually Ricky Fowler's strength. So again, he went to Torrey pines, went to Pebble beach, Again, ball striking was pretty good. Could not put a lick. So, you know, and, and the putting became a concern now, you know, kind of like with Jordan Spieth, like, you know, he had bought, you know, he was really good with the ball striking. The putting was bad. And then he spent so much time fixing the putter. Then it just kind of flipped on him. And at the Genesis, you know, a couple weeks ago in your you know neighborhood, Ricky was suddenly great with the putting, but the ball striking was bad. So I, 
I thought about him last week. I'm like, all right, he's 80 to one. I've seen good ball striking. I've seen good putting. Maybe he's close. So I threw a little flyer on him and uh, nope, he's not there. <laughs> wow. uh, the foul, the ball striking, he's, he's just in his head. No, the ball striking was not good. Uh, he lost seven strokes putting and listen, like I'm a type of guy who, you know, if someone has a really bad putting week, I'll usually go to them next week. But I mean, it just, there's nothing there with him right now. Uh, he actually did an interview on the, at, uh, on the driving range of the Arnold Palmer invitational just said that like he's frustrated and he just looked really dejected. Uh, I mean, you got Nick Faldo coming out and taking pot <laughs> shots that you know, I saw hey, he won't be, yeah, he won't be the masters, but, uh, he'll do six commercials, which by the way, Faldo apologize for that. He should not have apologized. It's the most true thing anyone has ever said about Ricky. Yeah. I mean, like he just does a lot of commercials and he doesn't really do anything on the course to move up to it. But yeah, I mean, like coming into this week at TBC Sawgrass, this is not really a place where if you're having a lot of trouble, you're going to find it. So I don't know. I mean, listen, Kramer, you are free to use him. He's nope. 7,400 <laughs> bucks this week, but uh, uh, doesn't really get my endorsement. Now, while I, I did not play Ricky Fowler, what? I will say, oh uh, sir, Nick Faldo, please. I mean, your, you, your name starts with a sir. Don't be jealous of my man Ricky Fowler and the way he can sell that <laughs> sweet, sweet product. All right, <laughs> is he is he the Anna Kornikova of golf where just gets <laughs> he's just pretty gets good at the, golf too. Well, Anna Kornikova, <laughs> he's probably better at golf than Anna Kornikova, and maybe that's that's uh, maybe I have to be a, a like Faldo and apologize, but it seems like he gets. Yeah, why did he apologize? He what a gets pussy. Fowler, especially early on, got more attention for his outfits. Then he had a kind of a good run. And now he's now he's fallen back. Is that is Faldo, Faldo's not a Canadian, right? That's a Canadian move to apologize. No, he's, he's an English. He's yeah. an English. Guy. Oh, okay. Pussy. See, that's why he's a sir, right? We don't have sirs here in America. No, I, I know. We don't apologize. I was making for a Canadian making joke. fun of a, a guy in hypercolor neon clothes. All right, we're gonna get to uh, the DraftKings pick in uh, just a second. Steve will uh, grade our oh, no. our DraftKings lineups. Of course, if you want some real winners, make sure you check out the Golf Gambling Podcast. They'll be diving deep this week. Um, yeah, a bunch of podcasts already up. Speaking of uh, picks, though, of course, March Madness is is taking over uh, my life and uh, a lot of other people's. Better than Vegas, they're running a free bracket style capper contest mm. with a chance to win fifty five hundred bucks, completely free to enter. And uh, every round, you just upload your video picks. You have to do two picks per round. Kramer clarifying question. Sure. Uh, style points. Because if, if that's the case, we all lose the XFL gym already. <laughs> XFL gym is a better than Vegas star. He's already in the contest again. They're looking for a few more cappers around this thing out. They're going to have 64 cappers in the contest. Well, how much does it cost to enter Sean completely free and just go to better than dot Vegas. Click the link and a little comment box. Let them know SGP sent you that you'll be bringing the heat. And of course, subscribe to our page daily free video picks. Again, fifty five hundred bucks worth a shot, and out of sixty four contestants, that's some good. Uh, that's some good ROI, and on a free entry, that is a serious overlay, Ryan. Fifty five hundred dollars. Massive Let's go. overlay. Huge overlay opportunity. <laughs> Infinite overlay. <laughs> All right, moving over to the uh, DraftKings DFS lineup. They they do have a million maker. For, Big time million maker. Yeah, I yeah. think two point five million. Yeah. So this is going to be pretty sweet when I win. Two and a half million using half of Steve's picks, <laughs> some picks from my brother, and then uh, 
me uh, cobbling together my random assortment when of I, golf. When knowledge. I saw we were putting being uh, judged by Steve, I was like, "Well, I better <laughs> I better head over to the website." This, this feels like chopped, but a golf DFS version. <laughs> Kramer, you can go uh, first. Do we, how do we want to do this? Should I just rattle off my, the name? Justin Thomas. I I think uh, you know we'll talk about him too later with some of my uh, my pr- my bets for the weekend, but. You know, I, I think Steve likes just JT, my man JT this weekend. I, I went a little cheaper, Sean, all the way down. Try to load up on a little bit more uh, studs, but so he's my most expensive guy. What sixth off the board? Justin Thomas. Do you also have Justin Thomas? You nodded, Sean. No, I oh, don't. Steve, is that a good pick? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he hasn't been playing very well, but I mean, he's ninety nine hundred dollars. <laughs> kind of like with his outrights this week, he's twenty to one. Like anytime Justin yeah. Thomas is under ten thousand dollars, kind of got to slam it. I mean, like he's had some issues. Like off the tee has not been great. He's had the off course issues too. His grandfather died. He said the homophobic slur back at uh, Kapalua. You know, he's good buddies with Tiger Woods, and I mean, it's yeah, you know, he needed a week off, and you could see he was kind of affecting his game. But he comes to a golf course that. Really soft. He can fire at pins. I always kind of think that, like Justin Thomas, when it's like really hard, like really windy golf courses, I I kind of feel like he kind of like goes on tilt a little bit. But when it's golf course conditions that you're basically playing in a dome, he kind of just can play like auto golf. Like that's for him. That's gonna be the conditions he sees this week. So I actually I have high hopes for Justin Thomas. Ooh, all right, Kramer, you're on the board. <laughs> I'm going with. Uh, I I feel like I haven't heard a lot of talk about this guy. He is is DraftKings price ninety five hundred mm. to me. Looking at his numbers and from what I've seen so far, Webb Simpson feels fairly dialed in. Couple of twenty twenty one highlights for, tied for fourth in the Sony Open, tied for sixth in the WGC, tied for eighth in the U.S. Open. Feel like he has a uh, nice controlled game. Ooh. Eighth on uh, shots gained approach to the green and uh, six in shots gained T to green. Webb Simpson, ninety five hundred. Steve, are you uh, are you on board? Well, I mean that's the twenty eighteen Players Champion, so you know you can get it done. TPC Sawgrass, and you're right. I mean, listen, you know he doesn't gain a whole lot of strokes off the tee, but he's really accurate. He's not going to give himself a lot of trouble. Great iron player, great putter, and like listen, like Webb Simpson is Bermuda putting specialist. But let's face it, he's he puts well on every surface. It doesn't matter. I was I was worried stuff. about. Did that. you see that, Steve? <laughs> he was listening to the other media members that told him to look for the the Bermuda specialist. Classic amateur move. My second guy, they, Sean. Yeah, Colin Morikawa. Okay. Why not? You yep. got him too. I'm, a, I'm yeah. also on Morikawa. I, I I think Steve, you're also. Uh, I was reading some of your articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Great reads. And it sounds like you're also on the Morikawa train, correct? Yeah, I mean, I made the mistake at the work day a couple of weeks ago that I mean, Morikawa was really struggling with the putting, and his outright number was absurdly low. And uh, uh, in the Slack channel, there was a guy who uh, actually wanted to bet Morikawa. I kind of talked to him. Oh, oh, no, so mea culpa. I apologize. He'll never let me down for it. But <laughs> the one thing I want to say is, listen, I love Morikawa, but so. Sean, your first two picks though of Webb Simpson and Morikawa, I'm looking at projected ownership, and those might be the two most popular players in the game this week. Fuck Both so of them run about twenty one percent. All right. So I'm going I'm going chalky. Is there is there a big guy, a big dog at that price range you, you recommend swapping out? I'm I'm open to suggestions here. You know, I mean in Especially the with Webb Simpson. You know, in nine thousand dollars right now, it seems like a lot of people are skipping over the ten thousand dollar range. Cause I mean, there's a lot of guys who are kind of struggling up there. It's not a lot of sexy names. There's a lot of sexy names in this range. Like, you know, and 
like, it seems like people are taking three guys in the $9,000 range. It's everybody. It's from Justin Thomas all the way down to Finau, you know, even Bryson, you know, like he doesn't really fit this golf course, but he's getting like 15% ownership. So, you know, I think if you want to have some pivot plays, it's actually probably going to be good to go up to 10. You know, that's where the ownership isn't. And, uh, even in the $8,000 range, there's not a lot, a whole lot of ownership. So right. but if, if you're, if you're low, if you're doing this, the strategy of having like three guys in the nines and then you're dipping down the sevens, a lot of people are doing that strategy this week. Okay. Uh, breaking news, Xander Shoffley, oh, you're whoa, in. Whoa, whoa. Webb Simpson, you're out. I, I Xander, I like this. He's got to be lower owned, right? He's, you stand your ground, Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, Xander is usually pretty popular, but he's had two lackluster performances in a row. <laughs> and there's kind of an off course narrative with him. The fact that like, same thing with Tony Finau. I mean, Finau is more popular just in DraftKings, but there's a knock on them that they can't win. And Finau, he's hasn't been anybody other than the Puerto Rico open back in 2016. I mean, the secret thing about Xander though, is he hasn't won uh, since the beginning of 2019 and it was against a 30 man field. So they had a lot of close calls. I think there's some stuff going for Xander this week. I mean, I still love him T to green. He's got the consistent, you know, ball striking game to do well. TBC Sawgrass, and he's a great putter. Last couple tournaments, he hasn't putt very well. He's due for some positive regression. So I don't mind that play. All right. Sean, I like it. Less ownership gives me a better shot of pulling down that together. You're picking guys named Xander. That's not <laughs> even a real name. My next guy uh, had him in the one and done this week. Uh, Fitzpatrick. I, again, mm. uh, 8,200. I, I kind of, it sounds like I'm doing a chalkier strategy, but I, I tried to load up on more, uh, uh, maybe mediocre to above average guys and less complete trash. But yeah, Fitzpatrick's 8,200. Uh, it seems to be a guy who can make cuts and lurk. What do you think, Steve? Yeah. I mean, he tends to do very well. At these golf courses that are positional golf courses. So like, you know, where set yourself off a tee or have the best approach to the green and like, you know, he played rel Riviera. That's a positional golf course. I play well at the concession. That's a positional golf course. And then like at Bay Hill, it's pretty penal to hit it, you know, all over the yard. And he doesn't do that. He's pretty accurate. Play pretty well there. So the same principles T to green are gonna apply. He's been playing really well, you know, so far. And actually, he's not gonna be all that popular. It seems like he's in that, you know, dead zone in the eight thousand dollar range. And uh, you know, I'm looking at ownership maybe around ten percent. Which isn't crazy for you know that range. So yeah, I I like Fitzpatrick uh, this week. I got my SGP golf shirt on. <laughs> I'm ready. I I put in the work. Slash read a couple articles. Tommy Fleetwood, guy <laughs> I always pick, and a guy that Capper uh, is on. They, you know, it sounds Breaking like he had a, a mea culpa on on Tommy Fleetwood. That was all I needed to hear to to sign me up on Tommy Fleetwood. I just can't get away from this guy. Nine out of ten cuts made, but again, just personal fan favorite for me. Where are you at with the oh, no. Fleetwood uh, at the TPC? Well, I mean, I'd feel a lot better if my co-host wasn't subconsciously <laughs> trying to torpedo his chances because he hates all the Englishmen. He hates Tommy Fleetwood, and then all of a sudden this week he just on Fleetwood. And I don't trust that a bit. I think he's there's something going on with that. But I mean, look, I I bet Tommy Fleetwood top tens. The last two tournaments did not go well at the concession, but he hit the ball really well. Just didn't putt very well uh, at that tournament. I went back to the well again last week at four to one and it was looking great, but the knock on Tommy fleet was that the dude can't close. And on Sunday he started dropping like a rock down the leaderboard. And sure enough, he hit it OB mm. while comfortably inside the top 10 on 18 ended up uh, double bogeying the hole, which put him at a tie for 11th, which uh, does not cash the bet. But thankfully there was a guy who bogeyed the hole oh, that was wow. ahead of him. 
dropped it down to the top 10. I mean, it got dead heat into oblivion, but you know what? It's a one bet. So my feelings on Fleetwood, other than uh, my co-host trying to jinx him is uh, still very strong. He's great. You know, ball striker, decent putter, got good course history here um, for the $7,000 range. He's a little chalky, but just cause he's Tommy Fleetwood, but you know, I mean, there's, you know, there's some pedigree behind him. So, you know, it's not bad. All right. I'll take that as a win. Kramer, what do you got? Well, up until this point, you're probably wondering, dude, you got Justin Thomas and <laughs> Fitzpatrick on the same team. Where's all the drip? Sure. More has got some of that Bay area bit. drip. A bit. So, all right, let's fix that once and for all Australian Jason day. Come on down $8,000. I, this this was more of a heart play. This would normally be the Ricky Fowler spot in my line. I think Steve's gonna be okay with it, but Steve, tell tell me, I had to bring some drip to the lineup. So Jason Day eight thousand is that guy. Listen, can I ask you a question? You always put him in the drip school. Why is he drip squats you? I mean, this is a guy who Australian baby. His, all right, but he resets his ribs by blowing into balloons because he's so injury prone. Oh, that's, that's true. Squad. That's true. I'm th- I'm thinking more off the course. You yeah, know? <laughs> I mean, listen, like, I mean, he's he's been playing okay. I I never really liked this guy just because he's not the great of a ball striker. He does it all with scrambling and putting. But he, you know, he's a former winner of Players Championship and got good course history. He's decent off the tee. He does he does certain things well that can make him okay. He's not that popular. He's getting overlooked this week. So I mean, he's not my favorite, but you know, mm. you're not going to have the high ownership on him. And if I'm wrong. Then you're going to be doing pretty good because a lot of people share my opinion. I know how to butter Steve up, and uh, I I saw that you listed uh, this guy's a guy you liked. I'm on board, <laughs> Louis Utheisen. <laughs> Utheisen. Come on, dude. Utheisen. Come Utheisen. on, Sean. You've heard this name. Jim Nance has said this name smoothly Louis, to you before. Louis Utheisen. Utheisen. <laughs> I can't. Utheisen. Utheisen. There you go. I've I completely lost it. it. Seventy eight hundred dollars, <laughs> but there, there. What have we learned? Why he uh, withdrew last uh, last week, Steve? Or sorry, yeah. it was for the it was for the Arnold, right? Yeah, that was last week. Yeah. So uh, so I had uh, I was heavy on him in DFS. I had not right bet on him, and he decided to withdraw before his tea time, which happened to be right after everything locks. So oh. I took oh, a big fat zero, which. But by the way, though, uh, even though he took a zero, he was only the second worst golfer in uh, DraftKings last week. There was a guy named Robert Gamez who had oh a 92, God. and uh, he had negative one and a half DraftKings <laughs> points, and then refused to sign a scorecard because he's a coward and got disqualified. So that's hilarious! Wow, exactly. that but is that is an all timer. Yeah, I mean, but I, listen, like the same reasons I liked him last week, I like him this week. Like now, I don't know what happened. I know yeah, he keep has an chronic. Eye on it. Yeah, he has chronic back injury problems. Like he actually is the type of guy. He he brings his own mattress everywhere he goes because he has back problems when he sleeps. And maybe he just woke up and the back was tight. You know, maybe he went to the chiropractor's feeling fine. So as far as I know, he's in the field. Uh, checks a lot of boxes. You know, he's a decent putter, good scrambler. You know, pretty good off the tee. The one area concerns with his irons, but he's shown steady improvement over his last three tournaments. So that makes me think there's some progression there. And you know, I mean, he's had a lot of good finishes. He's a tough golfer and. You know, I, so I like him this week and he doesn't have a lot of ownership because he pissed off everybody last week. Yeah, Sean. What's up, dude? Oh, oh you I, you got silent there. Are you, are you feeling sad? No, no, no. I was uh, cause I'm cold. dominating the pitch right now. Cold. Next up guys dominating the putter. He's also, I think he led last week strokes gained putting 
Max Hama. Oh yeah. man, I'm uh, also on th- Max Hama. Uh, this is a this is a guy my brother turned me on to. Oh, are wow. we uh, we're on the Max Hama train? Is that is that a correct thing to do, Steve? You know, I mean, like I had had some doubts about him because he's a California kid. He did this last year too. He dominated the West Burbank Coast swing. guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, Cal Berkeley guy. And uh, no, I mean, he dominated the West Coast swing. But then when he brought him on Bermuda grass, you know, grass types he wasn't really familiar with. He didn't do so hot, but. You know, he played well at the concession, played well at Bay Hill last week. You know, I mean, he's a really talented kid. You know, he won the NCAAs back in, I think, 2012. You know, he had a little bit of issues off the course. You know, it kind of affected his game. You know, he lost his card, got his card, struggled a little bit. But still, he's found his way. He's a naturally talented kid. I mean, I think the only one thing I would caution you on is that putting number is he gained a lot of strokes above his baselines. And mm-hmm. usually the stuff regresses back to the mean. So he has a little bit of negative putting regression that he might experience. But I mean, listen, he's been killing it tee to green. Like, you know, he's been hitting his irons great. So maybe he can compensate with an you know, an improvement in the ball striking when the putting comes down a little bit. So yeah, I mean, that could work. So, 7,600, not crazy price range. All right. Then uh, I'm still feeling good. Steve has not made fun of one single pick yet. Uh, he wasn't totally on board with Jason day. Uh, he wasn't on board with Jason day having drip. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brian Harmon is my last guy. I only had 6,900 left because I'm a true D gen. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, uh, he withdrew, I think last week as well. Um. Yeah. Uh, what he's he's finished well here before, so I don't know. This was kind of just a dart throw. So I saw a couple people throwing him out there. Yeah. I mean, so he had a t- he's got a couple two eight finishes at TBC Sawgrass, and it's actually good. He he got a T eight finish when it was Bermuda, you know, TBC Sawgrass, and he has a T eight finish in overseed, you know, TBC Sawgrass. Oh. So I know he can do it in the new course conditions. I mean, he's just a solid player. Like he's you know a good ball striker. He's accurate, decent putter. You know, in this range, it's it's going to be very valuable if you get six for six. You know, with the cut because it's, it's 154 guys, and if you look at some of the guys that are like in the six thousand dollar range, they can do some damage. These are like legit guys, not like your Robert Gamas I said you know <laughs> earlier, card ninety twos. Like, I mean, and it's, you know, it's 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 a soft receptive golf course. You could see like some of these cheap guys like just go out and shoot sixty five on Thursday, and no one really like say much about it. So, yeah, I mean, like I, I think he's a good play to get you to the weekend. And at this price point, you know, with the guys you have up there, you know, who can definitely have high ceilings. That's all you really need. You know, at, you know, out of Brian Harmon million dollar lineup here, here you come, Ryan. Unfortunately, I'm going to win the two and a half million dollars. Hmm. And it's going to be because of my final piece at $7,000, 35 year old corn fairy star Ooh. back in the big leagues, Chris Kirk. That's right, Steve. Loading up on Chris Kirk, got a tied for second in the Sony uh, Open in Hawaii, tied for sixteenth in the uh, the American Express event, uh, missed the cut in the Waste Management Open. But I I'm kind of high on Chris Kirk at seven thousand dollars. Little known facts about uh, Chris Kirk, according to his PGA Tour page, loves to spend time at the beach <laughs> and is an avid avid kayaker, paddleboard. Uh, paddleboarder oh, and fisherman. So little, like a bro. little nuggets behind Chris Kirk. Is that seven thousand dollars? Come on, Steve. Sign off on Chris Kirk. I mean, I'll sign off him for a couple of reasons. I mean, first okay. of all, the play is great. I mean, he so he was a guy who was awesome back in the you know like 2015. Like yeah. he was on a Presidents Cup team. He won a couple of times. He he got his career wrecked, and the and like it, it's kind of an amazing story what's happened. So if you don't know the backstory. 
you know, he, so back around that time, like he was getting some anxiety, like, you know, basically he was like getting really nervous on weekends as far as like, you know, making cuts, like, you know, thinking about how much money he's going to make. And he picked up an alcohol problem and wrecked his game. He had to go to rehab, you know, and like, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, listen, he had to, you know, basically resurrect his career. So he had to go back to the corn Ferry tour. You know, he was fighting for status. And actually that second place finish, you noted uh, at the Sony open, that was his last start on his major medical before he would lose his card and he got second and now he kept his card. So he's got a new lease on life. He's feeling Scrappy. good. He's pl- yeah. He's playing great. I mean, he's a little popular this week for this range, but dude's been good. And I mean, if this is the Chris Kirk from 2015, which we'll look in the numbers, it is, I mean, this is underpriced. So yeah, I mean like there's going to be, you know, a lot of guys with you with Chris Kirk this week, you know, for DFS, but guys been killing it. So yeah, yeah. That's fine. Fun, I can't complain for anything on paper. Fun fact, the corn Ferry tour, obviously a lower tour of the PGA tour, but fun fact about corn Ferry. First of all, Sean, one guess, what does corn Ferry do? Like what is the, what is the business corn Ferry do? Oh, um, aren't they like a, uh, a seating company management consulting? Oh, uh, completely wrong. Fun, fun fact about him. Corn Ferry was founded in 1969. Again, DJs only <laughs> by a guy, by two guys, one named Lester corn and the other, I kid you not Dick Ferry. <laughs> His name is Richard Ferry. Dick Ferry. Gotta get our shit going all now. the way around. Let's make some picks, Sean. Let's make some picks. Of course, we're going to be using the uh, the odds from over on uh, DraftKings Sports. Love the layout where I can see winner, top five, and top ten all right in my face. Use that promo code SGP to turn five dollars or sorry four dollars into two hundred fifty six dollars. Picking a college basketball underdog. Okay, uh, Kramer, throw out a throw out a couple of winners you like, props, whatever, whatever else. I mean, is Justin Thomas. I think I, I don't know what you call it in the golf land, uh, Steve, but you play the wheel, right? Don't you just play a uh, maybe a winner, top ten, top twenty kind of deal with him? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you probably do like uh, you know winner and top ten on him. I mean, I mean, top twenty is not really a whole lot of value, but I think you know was outraised t- 20 to one this week. I think his top 10 is like plus 175 225 so. plus two. All right. Well then there you go. That's a little bit of insurance in case the outrage doesn't hit. So yeah, you know, go for it. So that would be my first one. I think you take, you know, to put Steve's point, there's, there's value in the number there, but I'm also going to take Morikawa at 20 to one and plus two twenty five for the top 10 too. So I'm going to stack two guys near the top, but I think uh, yeah, I'm just I'm in on those. They're in the DraftKings line. You know how I like to do golf, all in, yeah. baby. All the uh, chips I, in the I'm middle of the table. Morikawa, twenty to one to win it all. I, I'll throw a little on him. So we're doing. T- I like top that. ten so plus two twenty five. That to me is gonna that Colin Morikawa top ten up at two twenty five. That's gonna save the rest of these crazy long shot winners I have. Okay. And uh, Tommy Fleetwood obviously gonna ride with Capper, even though he's clearly trying to sabotage him. Is he? My boy uh, Louis Uthazen uh, at eighty to one, and a little sprinkle mm. on the on the dog, the long shot redemption story. Chris Kirk one fifty to one. Let's go, baby. So I'm a, I'm also gonna give out. Uh, I didn't play him. I thought about getting him in the DraftKings lineup, but Daniel Berger, ooh, fifty to mm-hmm. one. My brother, first round leader. My brother uh, sent me Berger as a uh, potential guy. This first round leader. Uh, the 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 futures for the first round leader are just absolutely wild. I love watching Moonoff play him uh, yeah. in the slack. I, but I'm gonna so I'm gonna play that. I'm also gonna play Max Hama ninety to one. Ooh. So, oh man, 
I'm got- gonna burn some money there probably, but why not? It's a, it's a good time. And then uh, let's see, I had one more little head to head and I have uh, oh, I lost it. Sean talk. Oh, it's Distract right. time. Just my, my- yeah, here it is. I'm putting all the money on Morikawa versus Jordan Spieth. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what's that at? I'm going to co-sign that one. Kramer. Uh, when I wrote it down, it was minus 170. It's now minus 200. Oh God, never uh, mind. I, can't, I can't give out a matchup prop at minus. All right, let's, let's pivot. Cause that's too ridiculous. I'll take uh who's he close to even money. I, I'm not seeing. I'm scrambling to scroll around here, so I can't find it, but I will. Uh, I would also like the Matthew Fitzpatrick versus uh, Hatton. That was the other one I circled. All right. Toss that in. And of course, Sign into our Slack so you can hang out with Steve. Tire four days of the TPC Sawgrass, virtually, of course. And uh, <laughs> check out the Golf Gambling Podcast. Guys have been killing it. They are heating up as we warm up for Masters season. Steve, thank you as always uh, for calling in and uh, best of luck with the picks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Oh, golf, basketball, and football? Kramer. Oh. Let oh. it ride.